Welcome to Mortgage Space. I'm your host, Alan Medeiros, and I'm so thankful that you've taken the time to listen to this podcast series. You know, when I started this idea of creating a podcast, it was through encouragement through other people that I've worked with, including industry professionals and past clients, as well as those applicants that came in that just had a lot of questions. So my aim in this podcast series is not only to entertain, but educate, and really to give you the keys so that you can make informed, intelligent decisions for you and your family. You know, home ownership is one of the most rewarding things that anyone can ever do. It provides your family with an opportunity to have stability, as well as an opportunity to grow as far as net worth and value. So I want to give you a quick background on me, uh, who Alan Medeiros is, where I started and how I got into the industry, and where I am today. So as of this recording, um, in July of 2018, um, I have now had the privilege of serving the real estate mortgage community uh, for over 16 years. And with that being the case, I wasn't always in mortgage finance full-time. She started out part-time and really by a stroke of, uh, I would say, accident. You know, my father um, was a mortgage loan originator and he started back in 1999 and kind of jumped on the subprime train. You know, he was in a retooling phase of his life or career and found that there was a way to make money doing mortgages. In 1999 till about 2008, um, there was something known as subprime loans. And subprime loans were very, very easy to obtain. And with that being the case, my dad was able to enter the industry with very little experience and there was very little training to boot. With that said, he was able to start a career again late in life, but then also provide an opportunity for his family. And I really didn't understand it back then, but I understand now why he took those steps. But that's not the real start of my career. I'll kind of tell you how this worked out. So I graduated from UC Santa Barbara in 2000. At the uh, time I graduated, I'd just gotten married to my beautiful bride, Sonia, and um, we had options. I had just accepted a commission to the United States Air Force to become an officer in the area of public affairs. And one of the things that was a challenge for us was deciding whether or not we wanted to travel because of the military. At the time, I actually worked for a company called LensCrafters, and I was an optician. This is one of those other exciting things that I wanted to try. I'd considered becoming an optometrist and I kind of dove in head first while I was still in college and tried to learn as much as I could about everything. And uh, one of the side reasons why I had look, looked for a commission in the United States Air Force is that um, if I was able to get that completed, they would then pay for grad school. And during that process, I was trying to select the right decision for my wife and I. But then, lo and behold, 9-11 happened. And uh, it really shook our world. But shortly after 9-11, something even more devastating personally happened. I get a call from my mother, who was crying, and uh, spoke nothing but Korean. But she said to me, you need to come home. Your dad had a stroke. So I was uh, beside myself. I, I came rushing from Santa Barbara to Bakersfield. Um, and I met my mom and my brothers at uh, Memorial Hospital and uh, it hurt. I, I saw my dad in his bed 
with all these tubes uh, coming out of his throat and he was unconscious. You see the heart monitors and just trying to figure out how it is that this, uh, this man who you know, raised me was now incapacitated. And uh, fortunately, uh, dad came out of the stroke um, with damage only to um, a percentage of his use of his legs. But moving on, when my dad was brought out of the um, induced coma there, they, they asked my dad, you know, you're, would you like to speak with your family? So we came in and my dad was still groggy from the medication. And he looked up and just was confused. He really didn't know where he was. He didn't know exactly what happened. Um, we explained to him that um, he had a stroke. And um, at that time he said, you know, that he didn't have any feeling in his legs. And it was an odd, exper an, an odd experience uh, for him. And I know that how much I value the use of uh, my legs and how odd it would be to not have that, that sensation. And I told my dad I had never experienced this and I don't know what is going to happen. But the next thing that he said was really intriguing to me. He said, Alan, I need, I need you to go to the office and close those loans. I said, Dad, what? I, I know nothing about what, you're, what you do. How, how, how am I gonna close those loans? He said, just, just go to the office. Tell them you're my son and tell them that you need to work on my loans. So I did as I was told. I walked into the bank that my dad worked for and I checked in at the receptionist desk and I said, you know, I'm here to help my dad who's in the hospital um, close some loans. Well, the manager came out and he introduced himself and he says, I'm sorry, I can't let you do that. You're not an employee. I said, well, this is very, very important to our family. What can I do to help my dad? So he disappeared. He came back with an employment application. And this was in late 2001. And I remember looking at this application thinking, okay, so I need to apply to become a loan officer. Okay. So I did. I completed the application, gave him my driver's license. And I kid you not, literally five minutes later, he came back and says, you're hired. I'm hired? Yes, you're hired. Go back to the processing unit and get your dad's files and you can start helping him to close those loans. I, I was dumbfounded. I, I, I had so much training that went into becoming an optician, working um, in optical and creating glasses and reading prescriptions and doing all the things that go with um, optometry uh, work. Um, and I would pretty much, I was shocked more so than anything that I could just become a loan officer. So I went all the way to the back of this building here, it was a long corridor with all these offices and I run into this, uh, this door that, you know, is, is partially open and I hear the sounds of typewriters going, uh, keys clicking, telephones ringing, faxes whirring and I walk in and I'm just standing there and people are just going left and right all over the place. And one of the girls looks at me and says, you can drop the package off there. And I looked at her and said, I don't know what you're talking about. And she says, well, aren't you here to deliver something? Mind you, I had jet black hair. 
I was in great physical shape because uh, I was just prepared for the military and um, I, I don't know, I looked really young, I guess. And I, I said to her, no, I, I'm, I'm a loan officer now, I guess, and I'm trying to help my dad close these loans. So I gave um, them my dad's name and they said, oh, I heard he's in the hospital, is he okay? And I said, no, no, he had a stroke and we're not sure of the outcome. So the processor went back and grabbed two files and they were, you know, legal sized document folders and they brought them to me and they said, here are your dad's loans. So I opened this, this folder up and I'm looking at these things going, well, what am I looking at? Everything that was written there was gibberish. Um, we call this discourse communities in uh, English studies and it's vernacular, if you will. It's, it's the speak or the talk that's related to an industry that you may not understand unless you understand the field. And that's exactly what I was looking at. So I went back to the manager and I said, hey, can you help me with these? And he began to rattle off the conditions and I said to him, you know, I read that, but I don't understand what that means. Um, so he said, well, this is what it means. And he started to explain, you know, um, we need to get a verification of employment or a VOE. We need to make sure that these credit liabilities um, have a letter of explanation because there were late payments or otherwise and so on and so forth. And to me, I was just so confused. And I asked him, listen, do you have a book or can you train me? Because I need to know what I'm doing if I'm going to do this well. So he said, hold on. So he left the room, went and got a three and a half, or pardon me, eight and a half by 11 binder. And he said, read this. This is the HUD manual 4155. And I said, well, what is the HUD manual 4155? He said, those are the underwriting guidelines for FHA. And I said, okay. So I took it with me. I went home and I read it cover to cover. I came back the next morning because I had to actually leave to go back to Santa Barbara because I actually had work that day. And, um, you know, after spending some time at the hospital with my dad um, and my mom, I, um, talked to the manager again that morning, the next morning, and I said to him, I read the book, but I still don't understand what all of this is. So he opened the binder up and he flipped to a page and asked a question, I answered the question. He flipped to another couple of pages, asked a question, I answered the question. He said, you did read it. I said, yes, I read it. He said, this is a thick book. And I said, yeah, but it's not that bad. Um, I just finished college. I can read lots and lots of uh, paperwork and still be fine. And he says, I think you're the first loan officer who's ever read this thing cover to cover. And I kind of looked at him and said, okay, but still has to answer my questions. You know, it, it talks about guidelines, but guidelines are different from application of how these things are done. So then I said, do you have anything else? So he disappeared again. He came back with a book. Now this book was probably my saving grace in order to help me to help my family. And it was called Origination Success by Michael Baker. This book isn't actually in print anymore, but it was very good. It took from A to Z the starting of meeting with an applicant, what the expectation of the banks are, what it is an application entails, what you're asking, questions, all the things that are required for a thorough application. Then it goes into the processing of a home loan, what it is that the bank is looking for, including verification of credit, income, assets, and liabilities. It talked about appraisals. It went into more detail about 
how the loan is completed, and then what happens after the loan is done. It discusses the information about secondary markets and how mortgage markets move, what drives interest rates, how interest rates can fluctuate from day to day. It went into details about why mortgage markets are sold and traded on a daily basis versus being fixed forever. It also spent some time talking about marketing and developing relationships and how it is that understanding the foundation if uh, mortgage finance from a guideline standpoint will help you to become a better originator. So this book was fantastic and I can tell you reading that book in late 2001 gave me the keys and foundation for the loan officer that I am today. Now with that said, um, my dad did get out of the hospital and uh, he was in a wheelchair, had about 30% use of his legs and uh, I wound up moving um, from Santa Barbara to Bakersfield. I canceled my commission to the United States Air Force. And um, I brought my wife, who um, at that time, we were expecting our first child, um, kicking and screaming from Santa Barbara. Now, mind you, she grew up in Carpinteria, so coming to uh, Bakersfield um, were the, the high temperature can be in the triple digits uh, really was not appealing to her but um, she trusted me and we made the move so we came to Bakersfield um, one of the things that I noticed was nothing had really changed Bakersfield's not a very big town um, and people know people and one of the things that I had to do was to really get involved so I took a transfer from Lenscrafters to Bakersfield I took a pay cut I took on a second job um, teaching as a vocational education instructor. And um, at night, I would originate loans. And I would do it on my spare time. And I was doing so that I could help support my parents because my dad was not able to physically get back to work. And with that said, um, that was the genesis of my mortgage origination experience. I was uh, given an opportunity to become a branch manager um, a sales manager, if you will, at a mortgage company. And I did so from 2003 until 2007. And uh, it nearly broke me <laughs> emotionally because at that time it was very difficult and very, very competitive. And I was unable to recruit uh, other people that were like-minded. Um, but with that said, I got valuable experience in the mortgage industry and I was able to train some fantastic loan officers that are still actually doing um, loans today. And with that said, I built a career that I went full-time in, finally in 2003, um, into what it is today. I've been very, very fortunate um, to have served hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of um, people, and I've taken thousands and thousands of applications. With that said, um, I can really honestly say that the value in what I do is the people that I serve. I always think at, at the end of the day, what am I doing to serve others? How is it that what I do leaves a lasting impression on people? You know, the day that I forget that it's a family on the other end of this transaction, that it's a major financial obligation for them and a lifeline uh, to housing, as well as a commitment, that's the day that I need to get out of uh, the industry. So um, as of the time is recording, 
I have actually physically lost my dad. He died um, in March of 2017. And my mother passed away in um, September of the year before. And it has been really a challenge the last year and a half um, to kind of think about all the things that we've been through. I'm so thankful, so fortunate, and so blessed to have the opportunity to have uh, known wonderful parents, but also have had the opportunity to serve families. And I really do care about all those that uh, I talk to and serve. And the industry partners we have, um, other loan officers, our bank, our processors, our uh, underwriters, the appraisers out there, financial advisors, tax professionals, inspectors, our past clients and future clients. So with that said, that's just an introduction of who I am. Um, I appreciate you listening to my long story, but um, I just wanted you to know that my intention, again, to recap, is to really bring value to the listener out there, provide them with some education, hopefully some fun stories. I plan to do interviews with industry professionals, as well as have some client uh, conversations so that you as a listener can hear a little bit about um, the process that these people went through and the outcomes and uh, why they themselves um, chose to stay with me and work with me to the end, which was obviously getting their keys. So thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Uh, again, Alan Medeiros with The Mortgage Space.